were you in the exact same position the last time too? But Similar, it, yeah. I think looked, I was facing a bit. It looks this different side. for me. <laughs> no, I was facing a bit this side. So <laughs> I moved the stuff around at the back a bit. Okay. Yeah. Of course, I'm I'm going to deep dive into a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> you you got water, coffee, or anything that because this will go for a good forty five minutes. Forty five minutes is totally fine. I have water. Yeah, nah. Okay. I don't I don't have a, a beer, also known as green tea. It is <laughs> <laughs> <Heroes> green tea. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> yeah, that was so. Uh, it it was probably coincident or something because she was. on the podcast before and then an instagram live and then she had she had probably the same glass with green tea in it and the fans <laughs> were just making fun that it was tea <laughs> yeah i know it's funny great buddy so good to have you on the podcast man and uh, so excited because uh, i do remember quite some time back uh, karthik mentioned about you and karthik sekharan karthik sekharan yeah okay yeah Yeah, he did. He did mention about you quite some time back, and uh, the thing is, it's taken me a bit long uh, to get you onto it. I'm sorry about that uh, no, because no I've I've been on my toes and I'm doing this journey on my own single-handedly, as you know. And uh, but I'm enjoying it. That's why certain things delay. And in fact, even when Mehboobji, the lyricist, came on the podcast a couple of days ago, yeah. four or five days ago, I think the first thing he asked me was, "Why is the delay to call me?" I was one of the first guys to meet uh, Rahman, <laughs> who was in his wow. birth in '92, and then you called me, uh, "Am I the 79th guest? Why this late?" And he put me on the spot. <laughs> so yeah, so. Uh, sorry, you know, man. I'm, sorry for the I'm delay. I'm very camera shy, so even if you waited like 200 podcasts later, I would be like, "Chill, it's all good." <laughs> I'm very camera shy. I've I've, I've, I've had a few guys. guests like that. So I've <laughs> I've I've had a few guests uh, who were extremely reluctant to face the camera, and then even so worse that uh, they thought that it was just going to be when it, when I said podcast, they thought it was going to be an audio version only, and they didn't realize okay. that. uh they had to turn the cameras on for the zoom right and one of the guests landed up in the podcast on the day of the podcast i had shared the zoom details and everything and right. then he turned on and i said why aren't you showing your face and he said it's only a podcast right i said yeah it's a podcast but a video podcast oh i thought it was just an audio <laughs> <laughs> i said yeah. i would like to at least see you and talk to you as opposed to just seeing a uh avatar and talking to so and then yeah anyway uh so yeah man it's it's so great to have uh, have you on the podcast and at the same time uh, it was very good interaction um, with the harmony series uh, podcast harmony that we series. had uh, uh, over the weekend and okay. uh, i thoroughly enjoyed it i think we did go deep dive into a number of aspects and in fact i had so many other topics to tap into as well but that okay. for another 2 hours which i didn't want to bore you guys to death so <laughs> uh yeah I think, but i think everybody would have been fine with it actually <laughs> people were all in in good spirits yeah that's what sort of, because I usually once i release the podcast i don't go back and watch it but mm. this one i did and i it's like it's like us in the films we work on and, and i actually <laughs> loved it till the end and then i saw that almost every guest had that enthusiasm till the end yeah. so no one was distracted no one was disinterested rather so No, yeah it was, it was good man fun. it was it was good, uh, very engaging and 
it was good i mean i, I, I personally like it it's one of my favorite podcasts and then also the fact that uh, you know as i said the other day um, one of my most favorite series which is very close to my heart and then talking to the people who are behind the scenes making it made it even mm-hmm. special and okay, that's what yeah. i cherish more about and uh, yeah i mean each one of you had your perspective on things and it was just great so that is when right after that conversation i was very very keen to have you on board to have a chat with you and there I, i i i do want to touch on various aspects man but before i touch on to that i would like to know what your life prior to walking into the panchdan doors what was it like uh, because quite obviously i've known you only via sir's team and his members etc but mm. would love to know your journey prior to that uh musical journey or just generally <laughs> uh it could be both um so so i'm i'm a former km student myself i studied i started studying mm. at km in 2011 also awesome. i finished my schooling and um and yeah so i was studying and my first um, okay before we go to sir right correct cuz <laughs> i was already going to start talking about my first experience so it's <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there uh, yeah we'll get there so yeah before that i was um, i did all my schooling in bangalore and uh, oh yeah i'm from bangalore too yeah. Oh wonderful. <laughs> so I'm yeah, I'm from Bangalore pretty much. My parents are still there. My mother still stays there in Bangalore. Whereabouts in Bangalore? My family. Banargarh. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, South Bangalore. I'm from Jaimahal. South. Near Cantonment railway station. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, yeah so but I've I don't spend much time in Bangalore now. I spend most of my time in Chennai. <laughs> so and are you close um, to the studio I take it? very yeah I'm, i stay just 2 kilometers away yeah. <laughs> and do you walk <laughs> no <laughs> i don't walk <laughs> yeah. i stay 4 kilometers away <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little beyond the threshold for walking <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so uh, but if you're asking if i physically active yes i am <laughs> yeah, i, I don't walk to the studio but yeah i do Yeah. um uh so yeah so before i came and uh, i studied the uh, music at km i had my background was, that, was in, uh, in audio related uh, what 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 did no, you No it wasn't i studied my entire foundation diploma ah. degree and everything was in music and music composition not wow. really audio okay <laughs> so um yeah we'll we'll talk about how i became a mixing engineer that's also quite yes. a story yes yes for sure <laughs> so So yeah um so prior to that i had uh, my exposure to music was very different so in in bangalore uh, you might know that independent music scene is very very uh, mm. you know it's it's mm. very near and dear to folks from mm. bangalore so like uh, so when i grew up uh, very much in that scene you know, so for mm. me film music was not something that i was Mm. Uh, it's not something i grew up listening to much although i did listen to a lot so um i grew up learning hindustani classical tabla and i had a lot mm. of exposure to um old hindi songs and right and um and my parents obviously they exposed me to a lot of uh, classical and a lot of sir's mm. music as well mm. but um as as far as i can remember from my own recallable memory the the first time that i really heard and understood who ar rahman sir was was boys <laughs> that was the first album that i 
was there a particular song or the entire album everything for me that uh, even to uh, till till date that album is one of my favorite albums of so yeah, it is me, it is yeah. it is still in it is still 10 years ahead of where we are right now for sure. <laughs> an agree. album i agree <laughs> so um, yeah so that was my journey you know um, studying in bangalore growing up there and then coming to chennai and studying at km uh, did you have other options in your mind like before choosing km or was there a specific reason to choose km uh other options as in like other music yeah why did you choose km rather let me put it that way so i i did in fact so i was um i um, was going to join sae mm. the school of audio engineering mm. so to to study audio specifically but then when we came to chennai we learned about km and um, we decided yeah it just makes sense because while it is a music course you know music centric mm. course there is also modules that expose you to audio mm. and you know really help build up your skills in production and audio so it just it just made sense to go with something like that right right and um, and that was a three year course wasn't it foundation or what no foundation is one year right. then there's a diploma of two years and then there's a fourth year which you can um, go to london to study the oh. final year and get your music degree <laughs> correct yeah so yeah so that's that's the journey <laughs> right okay and tell me about km man his i always have a smile whenever you know as part of this podcast journey the fans connect mm. the i love air our community also evolved there are yeah. a large number of km students in the community correct yeah they always connect with me and then I, i'm always uh, fascinated to know about their journey at km2 so i'd love to know yours um km for me was uh it was it was amazing it was a i i would say it was a blur as well because in that in those 3 4 years so much happened in my yeah. life you know from from being somebody who'd, who who was very you know i i would say i i was i was a playful child you know because i was not focused at birth that okay this is what i want to achieve these are my goals i was more like a a sponge i was just absorbing everything you know everything anyone was throwing at me i was absorbing mm-hmm. so i i had my hand in a little bit of everything i was just trying to learn as yeah. much as i can when i was in kn yeah and um and i did i learned a lot it um and especially that foundation year mm-hmm. i mean it's called foundation for a reason right all, all buildings have a foundation Correct. because it is the foundation that ultimately keeps the building intact mm. so um that foundation year really you know developed my core skills in in an amazing way mm. and that um and uh, yeah th- the entire journey after that was was really exposing myself to many different kinds of art you know and, mm. and meeting a lot of people and um, yeah it just it just provided a solid platform to take off nice nice so game so was an incredible journey and did you have the opportunity to perform in front of sir during km days many times uh, mm-hmm. all, all km days i've always performed in front of sir so uh, while i was a piano student at km i was best known for percussion so i was uh, i used to play tabla with the kawali always played the many years i played tabla with the kawali and in the percussion ensemble as well which at that point used to be the highlight of the km day you know we would always be the last performance at km day the percussion ensemble because ah. it would it would be the most exhilarating of all performances yeah 
and uh, it was your first ever performance with in front of sir not really i don't remember the first ever one <laughs> yeah but okay. i'm i i'm guessing it must have been a kawali or a... right right i i do remember select performances cuz they were pretty <laughs> yeah like really fun i i have been part of uh, uh many most of the different ensembles as well as an accompanying instrument yeah. so i also accompanied like the western ensembles as a percussionist mm-hmm. so i would have the entire mm-hmm. timpani and the entire western percussion set up around me <laughs> mm-hmm. and um at the same time yeah i was also um part of one of the choral ensembles when the singers were singing and we were accompanying them and there mm-hmm. was this one there was this one medley that we did you know and uh, it had petter up <laughs> Oh. in it okay uh, and i did the crow sound at this <laughs> and i was sitting i was sitting right in front and so was sitting right in front of me and he couldn't he couldn't control his laughter you know he was allowed <laughs> if he sees this he'll remember now but <laughs> that was quite fun that was really funny you know <laughs> it was like the entire the entire auditorium went silent and i'm going <laughs> like a crow you know? <laughs> that is that how we noticed you is it or what <laughs> no 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 so i uh, my first um uh, uh test with sir was a uh, coke studio i was one of the percussionists and right one of the percussionists who traveled from km to coke studio there were four of us who went yash awesome. kahan uh, so yash yes. my sir <laughs> Oh wow. So, so Amazing, I was the man. So that was my first experience with Sir and since right. then he's kind of uh, um remember it helps having a unique name so he <laughs> not mm-hmm. uh, so he kind of always um, since then he kind of remembers me. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And yeah, of course look I, I want to know more about that Coke studio for sure but prior to that did you did you have some sort of an interview or something with Sir? before never. you set off oh you never had <laughs> or even some sort of an interaction uh not really you coming on board no wow before uh, no right right i was just curious that's all and so yeah coke studio yes that definitely happened then so does that mean that you were on some sort of a probation period when you came in nothing I okay. didn't I didn't have any of that so I didn't um um I I you talk about working with him now or because back then there was nothing so we were a bunch of students who were recommended to serve as yeah yeah of course of course or, uh, that's after that is when when you formally got into the team I formally got in only in 2016 right. it was many years later okay. so once I finished my studying I went to mm. London I came back and okay uh, was working on various projects locally and then um how formally got into sir okay i can tell you that story now <laughs> so um um i'm sure you know adam right who is the academic coordinator am adam <laughs> so um you can mention adam my was, name to him and he will smile yeah. so he's a very uh, close friend and he was my mentor back in mm-hmm. km and even now he is he's so i was always uh, very close to him so when he was um when i came back from london he was working on a kind of the- uh, a musical theater production called right. sempre libera which right. was um uh performed along with a performance from nafs 
So it was Bang oh, Ups. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was it was a concert that was in Chennai. Yeah, and um, so I was helping Adam with the with Sempre Libera side of things. So it was two performances, just Sempre Libera and Nuffs. Yeah. So I was helping him with the Sempre right. Libera production. Yeah, and um, ultimately what happened was um, they wanted to release it online. Mm. So, so they wanted these videos to be prepared and they wanted the audio to be mm. like uh, uh, mixed and ready for like, uploading online. Mm. So. Um, Adam asked me if I would do the Sempre Libera side of things. I was like, sure, I'll do it. You know, I've I've never tried anything like that before. So yeah. Uh, so that was my first time officially mixing in my life. Right. So I mixed that. So that's and, where it started. Right. And what I didn't know is that Sir is going to sign it off. <laughs> that he's going to hear the final output and sign right. it off. So one morning he just calls and he's like, um, "Hey man, um, can you come to the studio? I'm like, sure." <laughs> <laughs> so that was so, sir so no they called me from the studio and they said the uh, sir oh. wants to talk to you I yeah yeah like, yeah oh. yeah and he was like hey can you come to the studio and this is after he's all uh, this is many years after coke studio because understand understand so, um so i i went uh, and uh, we played it to him and he heard it and uh, he asked who makes this I, I was there, you know, standing in the corner. He was looking at me, <laughs> you know. And um, yeah, he paused for a few seconds. And see, normally he just scans through things, but for mm. this one, he sat and he heard almost half an hour of the forty-five minute performance. Oh, and uh, that was that was amazing, you know. He uh, mm. he looked at me. He said he was um, it was beautiful, you know. And uh, <laughs> Uh, he he even uh, said, you know, I was I was expecting a disaster, you know, when I heard it. So that was um, so that was for me that was very high praise. You know? Right. He said that I was expecting a disaster. I was like, wow, that means I've done I've done something really good. Yeah, and that so, was the first time ever you had mixed something. That was the first time ever I'd uh, mixed something in my life. Wow. Okay. And uh, before that, I was always producing. I think I mentioned mm. in the Harmony podcast right, that mixing. Um, I did not learn mixing per se. It, it was just a technique. I I won't even say technique. It was just um, skills that I developed while producing and arranging and programming. Right. Those kind of things. And um, yeah, and and that is kind of being being a music producer is also kind of one of uh, the most useful things while mixing. You know, mm-hmm. when you understand music and when yeah. you have a strong foundation, so. Um, so yeah, after that, uh, what happened is I, I just um, um, then there was enough part of the show, right? Mm-hmm. So both these had to be prepared for going online. There was enough part of the show, and um, you no, know, we were all thinking that it's already done and it's post produced, but it hadn't mm-hmm. been at that point, you know. And things had to be released, so mm-hmm. I just offered, you know, I said, uh, "Sir, can I? It's not done. Can I do it?" He said, "Yeah, sure, do it." <laughs> Right. That's it. And I and I and I mixed that. And then after that, um, he started giving me other things to do. Right. So, okay. Excellent. So from from there, I got into post production of uh, the concerts and all that. So oh. when things come online, the audio is going through me. So, you know, just making sure everything is cleaned up and everything is heard properly. And, right. Right. Okay. So what? if you've if you've if you've seen the IFA concert videos online or the yeah or Nate Nate Rindrinale yeah, concert have, videos yeah. online, so 
i i handled the post production for those projects oh wow amazing man great yeah you've done a so, great job for sure I mean, and those were very long projects so they would uh, take like a month a month and a half oh yeah they would they would because there's a lot of footage right and you have to and yeah. many many songs the concert is like 3 hours long <laughs> yeah so but um, yeah so and and doing all that i really you know worked up and learned um, how to do right yeah because from what i've known about sir he usually gives stuff to his team member something that they have never done before right this is quite evident with uh, the case of uh, jerry especially jerry, jerry. Yeah. yeah okay because he kept emphasizing about that fact where he walked into the studio and he got assigned this task and then he had never done it before and he had to find <laughs> a way out so i was kind of assuming that you probably had the same pathway too well in in a sense yes because yeah. um I, if if i was to say honestly mixing was never something i ever considered to be something i would do in right. my life right. it wasn't something i saw myself doing full time and when this happened i was like i said right i i i was not i i was cool with it i was just going with the flow yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. was happening was happening i was just going with the flow you know? right so it's like it's like the entire universe was just spinning and i was just mm. watching as it happens you know yeah so but uh, the only thing i i was always particular about was like putting 200% into everything that i do because even i was i've always been like um it, it you have to be hard working you know you cannot yeah. you cannot slack off in this so. yeah yeah you no know, what whatever it is because um there's one thing i always believe in that if if it, if you do a good job it shows if you do a bad job even that shows you know for yeah. sure man that's so true yeah. that's so true so i always believe in like doing as mm-hmm. best as you possibly can really pushing yourself to you know every project should be like should aim higher and higher and higher so and and that's what those entire two years when i started off 2000 um 16 17 i was doing post production of many different things and it's kind of how it happened yeah right right was it was it a big shift moving from being a producer to a mixing engineer yeah it was and, uh... and also what i also wanted to ask was uh, were there things that of course look you were doing things in a certain way prior to panchatan right yeah. uh, producing music composing and then mixing as part of that journey and stuff like that that's mm. one aside and now you've walked into this new world called panchatan and you're going into this mixing pathway and mm. then now where the things of course one is it's a major shift from producer to a mixing engineer that's number one second right. thing is because you've been accustomed to doing things in a certain way prior to walking into the studio where there things that you had to unlearn and then learn it the way it was supposed to be done in the studio as part of this journey i'm just curious <laughs> for me personally i would say no right. I, i mean there were but i would say for the most part no because yeah. a lot of my learning happened here mm mm so okay uh, uh, a lot of the actual 
like learning and 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 real world experience happen over here right okay awesome so um he was very um how, how do i say he was, he always let me do things freely you know yeah you had the freedom i he, he gave me a lot of freedom ever since the beginning he always has given me a lot of freedom mm. and um so if, when i was doing the concert post production i was he would he would tell me to experiment with things you know he would he would um, and uh, but he always gave me a lot of freedom in terms of that and even when i came it it felt like it was the stuff that i was i was doing right because while i'm mostly involved in mixing at the studio right sometimes he does give me freedom to produce stuff in the song like uh, I think there was this time I was working on a, a couple of the songs from 99 songs I was mixing. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, before, after we were done with the mix session, and because we'll be mixing over there only, and sometimes he would, uh, before leaving the studio, he'd be like, "Hey, um, if you feel like adding something, just feel free, you know, <laughs> and go." So that was pretty. Right. Um, right. I think I think after a point when when you build a level of trust. Yeah. They, they really do like trust you with things so. for sure for sure and he's very much like that no trust is yeah yeah 100% and again i mean because you learn you were learning things as part of the journey uh yeah. who would you go to to clarify your doubts and stuff like that as is a completely random thing that i want to ask you <laughs> like would you go ask sir or would you go ask suresh or who are you who were your go to people Yeah I think um Suresh sir definitely has always been there you know yeah. from the start and if I had any doubts I could always go and ask him yeah and uh Kartik Sekharan incidentally is my batchmate from KN <laughs> <laughs> you might not know this <laughs> Oh really really <laughs> See, now you know why he mentioned your name <laughs> Yeah so Kartik was also always there from the start you know I was there, while I was there Kartik was also there so yeah Yeah. When I started working he was already working yeah, full time so Karthik would also guide me a lot as in like who to talk to and who to go to in case I have and sir has always been there he's mm. very approachable you can just send him a mail if you have a doubt you know it's like that he's he's very approachable he's, yeah, he's never yeah. been like he is for yeah. sure and yeah and he's he's very welcoming of discussion he's very welcoming of thoughts and people's ideas and yeah yeah so and... he's even even so is always be and I, i never felt like um, at at no point did i ever feel lost you know who do i yeah so yeah that's that's always been there <laughs> right right what sort of inputs would sir give you uh, as part of the mixing journey like I'm just curious, man. Like, because I mean, is is something along the lines of, hey, the reverb should be this much for this, or does does he actually give inputs on to that level? Like, not when you go ask him, but in general, from a mixing directive perspective for a song, let's say any song, does Sir have inputs on this is how I'm expecting it to be or things like that? I'm just curious, buddy. Always, he's he's there, and more often than not, it's hands on. is there in the studio is mixing with you Oof. so when when um, and that's for yeah. every single track yeah yeah like especially the songs that go out in films and stuff definitely he's yeah. always there it's hands on you know 
Wow. It's like, it's, I, I always say the mix is part yours, part his. <laughs> so though, uh, he, he's very hands-on when it comes to mixing and it's, and it's amazing, you know, it's, uh, to have his, to have him sitting right there and you're sitting in. Obviously he gives you a time prior to that to like get the session in place, do your thing. Yeah. But first, he will always give you that freedom. He'll mm. be like, "Yeah, you do your thing," and then he'll come once once you do it and you present to him. Then he'll be like, "Now let's sit and let's, uh, you know, really." And that means that can go for hours. Yeah, yeah, of course, goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it does go for hours sometimes. Of course, I mean, <laughs> over a period of time, you'll get over the fact that. Uh, is there and the nervousness but were you initially nervous when he was around no i have never had uh, i never faced the nervousness that's because of the space <laughs> that he has created around him correct so i i think like i said on the podcast he's always uh, he, he, it's it's like having a, a friend and a yeah, you know yeah. a mentor just sitting right next to you and yeah cheering you on you know willing you on <laughs> so yeah. it's he when he's around the entire atmosphere just calms down you know no matter how tense or how hectic it is everything just calms down you know? right so uh, sitting and mixing with him is just it's incredible right and the sessions do go on for hours and, and it's it's always like even while mixing you know, sometimes i tell so we can add this over here he's sitting he'll program it on logic and he'll <laughs> it's like it's super fun you know sitting and like sometimes uh, during wow. sessions, he'll be like, hey, where's the iPad? We'll take the iPad, open up some new music app, hook it up to the session, sit and record stuff, textures and new stuff over there. And then we'll bounce it, take the Pro Tools, mix it into the song. A lot of stuff like... Amazing, man. He's so, so hands-on, right? He's very hands-on when it comes to mixing. Wow. And uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're, we're all just... Uh, we we all look at things the same way, you know. For us, there is no separate mixing and separate production. You know? it's, yeah. Everything is one when it comes to a song becoming a whole thing. Yeah. So the the entire thing is is one, it's like yeah. more more than the sum of its parts kind of thing. Right. Right. Like, okay. So even while mixing, we always add stuff. We always you know mm. sometimes mute stuff. Sometimes there's always creative decisions happening while mixing as well. It's not like a song is ready, take it to mix. Mix is done, master, send out, never. It's never like that, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like even while the mixing is happening, production is always going on. And that's great, you know, because it's 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 very similar to how a, a, a song works with the video, right? And mm. sometimes the song will inspire the video people to shoot more things. And mm. similarly, the video will inspire the uh, the person making the song to mm. to add more ideas you know you might get more ideas looking at videos so it's very much like that even the mix and production work the same way yeah yeah, yeah for sure it uh it resonates uh, as you speak about it because i still remember when we did the 99 songs credit list launch when you might mm. sir did it along with the fans and he right. asked me to organize that so okay you know, on the day we were doing that morning, he basically said that the mixing was going on till the last night. <laughs> mixing yeah. was going on till the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 99 songs, yeah, it was very hectic, actually. <laughs> yeah. The mixing was, we had a lot of songs and we had to get it done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
I'll I'll get to 99 songs particularly uh further yeah. down because I want to go a bit deep dive into that one. Uh yeah. but now this is like I'm I'm wanting to know more about this mixing journey man because what are the what are some of the challenges that you uh come across while mixing? Just give me an example like uh, the things that you usually come across challenges in the <laughs> as part of the mixing thing. uh in terms of like what are the things that you have to look out for when you mix stuff uh to rectify that and ensure that um yeah in any of the hurdles or what exactly happens in the mixing put it that way to make it easier so mixing is you bet for me mixing is simple you know at the end of the day you have to make the sound like how the composer imagines it mm. so the the final mix is basically sir's thoughts right whatever he's thinking is what is out there in the final mix mm. so mm. the so which means that maybe uh, the challenge that you need to that. you need to be in in constant connection with him and uh, his thoughts you know right like, because you might imagine the sound being like something but he might be imagining it being something else and initially when you're starting to mix and initially when i was starting to mix you know that um i i sometimes i didn't know what he was thinking for the song yeah you know? but that was only initially but as i started mixing more i started getting used to yeah and and i could start predicting that okay this is probably what he you know this this is his idea behind this this is his idea behind this right. because when you work in the sessions with him he he doesn't just tell you do this over there do this over there he will also tell you his thoughts behind it you know mm. and he will and uh, so he's and and it it really helps you understand his his ideas better and um, so in terms of challenges yeah that's pretty much the only challenge i faced early on now it's pretty yeah, of course of course yeah. yeah i understand right and so it means like that... aditya sir was saying you know in the harmony podcast that um if it sounds right it sounds right you you have to abandon this whole notion of things working with uh, I, i would say abandon but you have to put it aside you know the thing is working with meters and oh too much high boost or oh, too much low boost no if it sounds right it sounds right you know it's mm. so it it at the end of the day it is about impact than about you know perfect yeah. engineering there is yeah uh, so So, Perfect. I mean, Im- impact is any day more important. <laughs> yeah, which means that as you guys described in the podcast the other day, that even for a little tink sound, yeah, uh, you will you will tinker for a tink sound. <laughs> <laughs> you will tinker for many hours. <laughs> right. So it's it's yeah. essentially Sir's thoughts on that. Okay, this first thing should be a little subtle, and it should come at. 15 15 seconds yeah. the next one is uh 321 and then next one is 515 does he actually oh. <laughs> is that how it happens or am i just making it up or assuming i'm 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 not sure about this thing so is this for rehai <laughs> yeah rehai yeah okay no yeah, i was going to say it as an example uh, it doesn't <laughs> right. necessarily mean I, i'm just taking that as an example that's all okay yeah um no it's not really time stamps as in he will he will add it in where he wants where he thinks yeah it's like, appropriate he is um, 
I mean, like I said, he's hands-on with the mix. He's yeah. He's beyond hands-on with the production. He does everything himself mostly. So, um, wow. as in he's he's very uh, like yeah. He, mm. It's like he will he will just do things himself. You know, it's mm. Mm. like that. So it's amazing. If he wants man. that sound over there, he'll he'll add it and he'll say yeah, just export it. Wow, beautiful, right? And he's very quick when he does his production. It's lightning. Yeah, I've heard that. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, even even you you'll be standing in the back of me, he's just struggling to keep up. He's like, "What is happening?" And then five minutes later, you have an entire song. <laughs> it's amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, keep going. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, that's so. That's what I was saying. So, like, he, he won't really say timestamp, but yeah, even if it's already in the mix session and it's there somewhere, and he wants to be somewhere else, he'll be like, yeah, just take this and place it over there as well. You know, just do it. Right, right. Uh, yeah, but he does go into individual levels of things. But the the important thing is he's always listening to the song as a song. Yeah, he will. He's he's not trying to listen to an element solo. He's He's listening to the entire song, and when the song calls out for it, is when he's like, "Okay, I want to add this." Oh wow! So, right, um, right. amazing. Yeah, like he will. Um, I I think even uh, Hiral mentioned this during the Harmony podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, the listening to things in solo. He always wants to listen to the entire song. You know, not to things in solo. He wants the full perspective. Mm. like she was saying with the mix you know mm. uh, don't uh, don't mix in solo don't mix in solo you know it might sound good as it is but when listening to the whole song yeah not. yeah yeah for so, sure right so that's, uh, and okay so you asking me one of the one of the things that I had to change a lot that is definitely one of the things that I had to change a lot i used to um, and 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 i'm glad i did because early on when i was starting to mix right when i said that i was I was slowly getting into mixing with all these projects. I had this habit of doing things, soloing a lot and listening mm-hmm. to things. Mm-hmm. And um, um, and I I learned slowly that yeah, actually it's it's better to listen to things with a perspective. And mm-hmm. uh, I want I want I mean that's definitely one of the things that I had to change in myself. And mm-hmm. and it's it's a good change, you know. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, nice, nice, um, amazing, man. Uh, so dude i mean slightly stepping away uh, what's a day in your life when you walk into punchthen studio uh right from the time you get open the gate you enter i want to know right from that point <laughs> i mean it feels like walking into home to be honest <laughs> yeah a very homely space also uh, while you narrate it tell me about the because we all know the sp- magical aura that the studio has and i want to hear your perspective on that as well as you go about telling me this i think it's not just the magical aura it's also the scent of the place you know <laughs> there's also a there's also a, the moment you walk in you know it's it's the it's it's panchatan you know because it's yeah it's very it's it's very fragrant it's very energetic you know and it's yeah. uh, and it's it's always happening you know people are always there so it's it's great uh, yeah and uh, but it's difficult to describe you know i don't really know how to describe that <laughs> feeling of walking into 
it's a, it's a strange uh, question a difficult one to answer <laughs> um yeah. yeah i i do i um i i do go quite often even if there's like even if even if i'm not particularly working on a project i'll i'll just go there to like say hi to the folks and come <laughs> it's it's very it's a very warm place you know being mm. very welcoming mm. and that's yeah. right as in not not open to public that's not what i mean <laughs> but no i understand yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah no it's 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 a difficult question to answer <laughs> i understand you know that so um usually you have a task assigned uh when you walk in in terms of okay this is the project or the song that you're working on and do you no i i usually i walk in if i have a task assigned <laughs> right okay so you get basically yeah. called in when you have something yeah it's okay. kind of like that so. understand and then do you also get given a timeline for that to be completed in terms of okay this two days man pradve or something yeah like. pretty pretty much yeah right right okay but um, if if but it's after i start working on it you know if i if i feel like it i will need more time with it then i will tell them and it's fine usually it's okay they will they'll be like yeah cool once it's done send right right yeah. and of, and of course once you've done with the mixing then it goes to mastering am i right correct yeah okay and then uh is it usually suresh who does the mastering of course he is the king of yeah. master or the mastering or whatever <laughs> does sir have inputs even in the mastering perspective or aspect this is something you would have to ask suresh sir okay <laughs> <laughs> but because um, usually sir is across the board right i mean if he if he hears something he will definitely say it mm so oh, if he if he hears a master and he feels like something needs to be changed he will mm. of course he will say it mm he does uh... right right and, and vice versa as well if if suresh so hears something and he he, he feels something mm. can be tweaked in the mix he will also say it understand so, so it's very right well of course you worked on a number of projects man and which has been the most uh, difficult one to mix <laughs> that's a tough question um <laughs> uh, i would have to say 99 songs because of how intense it was till the very last minute yeah and uh, the way all the mixing and all like so it was happening till the last night correct it was uh, it was pretty relentless 99 songs in that sense yeah. but difficult and at the same time the most artistically fulfilling i would say correct and 99 songs is just a i it was songs of of no genre you no know, songs that you do not hear every day coming out mm, from a, mm, correct in a film you know like every song was can can could be a genre of its own kind mm. <laughs> mm. but um, so 99 songs in that sense was just amazing you know to have worked on those songs and and while you know as much as the deadlines were pretty um and uh, forget the deadlines as much as we were working intensely on that you know i still mm. had so much freedom he gave me a lot of freedom and i i think i was telling you that time that he would sometimes go and he would be like hey if you want to add something with this add it and he would sometimes tell me what to add also start this over here or that over there and oh wow and and this is coming from 
someone who has never produced for him before i've never programmed anything for him before <laughs> but he is just like hey, it's like he knows that i can do it so he will be like yeah, amazing it. man it's like uh, right cool. and so i've i've never actually explicitly told him that sir i want to produce on your song i want to program more while i'm mixing but yeah. he he knows that i am capable of it even if i don't it's like he he can read people like books that way you know <laughs> yeah for sure so like like you said jerry came in and he was given another task it's like so i would have known that he will pick it up correct even if he doesn't know it yeah. he just has faith that yeah jerry will pick it up because mm. Mm. right and do you guys have some sort of a celebration or something after the conclusion of any project usually yeah we we do <laughs> mm. i think uh, i i have not been to many i was uh, i was there at the 99 premiere that was a big celebration in itself the audio launch right the audio launch and there was a premiere as well ah yeah the premiere yeah correct correct there was premiere. one yes yes and so i was there for that that was amazing yeah and the celebration in the sense like um we haven't had it off late because obviously yeah, of the last two I years has been pretty correct yeah but yeah in in between we did uh, there was one for uh begil where we had a little mm. uh, we had a little get together kind of thing after the movie is released and it nice we had kind of get together at ym studios yeah. yeah yeah it was it was a small close event not for sure, for sure. yeah right and more like a celebration it yeah. was mostly more just like a get, get together, together you know yeah, yeah. little get away from the city for, yeah or half a day kind of thing that's very much it right aside from of course working on uh, songs and the projects have you had off the record chats with sir what are the kind of things that you have a chat about with him and things like that like um in general doesn't it, does it, is it always related to music is probably another thing no as in like Um, yeah, I I I have had many off the record chats with them. <laughs> They're mm. off the record for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not asking you what exactly it was, but do you usually do? And is that is that how? You... Sometimes, yeah. Like even even sometimes during a mix session, you know, like once we was sat and doing a mix session, and we were taking like a five minute break to do something, and then he was asking me about my family. He was asking me about what my yeah he's and so you know where they are and so it, yeah it's very chill that way and when and then sometimes there'll be the food breaks during mixing session you know if you're doing like and he'll come and sit with us and eat and show you breakfast or something nice pretty amazing he's done that sometimes like if if we're like in in the heat of mixing you know then he will he will ask them to send food for all of us to the studio it's and all of us will eat down there including so Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, obviously there's uh, even uh, when we are sometimes we'll go on a drive, you know, all of us <laughs> to mm. listen to the songs in Correct. the car and also to That's that's the QC part of it, right? After the mix. Yeah. And not just QC, it's also like uh, also gives you a different perspective Correct. You know, when you're listening yeah. to your mix in a different yeah. place. Yeah. So that also gives you another perspective. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's 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 like Aditya sir was saying, right, about that thing sound, and yeah. he mentioned a very specific sound. He took the words out of my mouth that time. That 
sometimes even listening on a different system will correct because of how some systems enhance or yeah, some yeah. systems gave out sound you know even that will enhance some things that you suddenly hear so yeah, yeah for and sure. then you will feel like you've suddenly heard a new element in a song that you never heard before mm. you know <laughs> mm. so that's that's another thing so uh, sometimes listening in a car also will will give you an idea of you know like the levels of your stuff and you know what mm. the overall experience of listening mm. to your song in different places yeah yeah very true man because uh, it completely resonated with what he was saying the other day and because usually uh more often though is um i listen to all those new things and new elements only when i'm driving in the car and because of course yeah. it has got harman uh, speakers and things like that got it, got and it, yeah. that's when i'm like oh okay i just heard a new sound and that's exactly what happened when um yeah uh sir was going to come on the podcast last year like and then the day before he came on the podcast i heard a new sound in thrida thrida 20 year old album <laughs> And I said to sir, said, sir, I heard this yesterday, this new sound, oh. and he was laughing. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I mean that way. If I was to go back and listen to the boys' album now, I would, I would be, I would, I would need an entire fifty-page notebook to note down the layers that are there. You know, it is Amazing. such an unbelievable. Wow. Album, you know, even till now, I, 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 I. Uh, I'll I'll be honest it's been very long since I heard it and it's just like talking about it now makes me want to listen to the album again <laughs> so I'm probably going to listen to it today <laughs> Have have you actually asked sir about what the process has been for any of the albums that he's worked on in the past Never I mean, Right right <laughs> No Okay this is probably like, your uh, other off the record uh, topic for you <laughs> Ask him about yeah, voice uh, because that's an album that changed your life I I will Yeah probably I will ask him about that yeah is <laughs> um yeah and so is um yeah I think I think after I could chat I keep it like very limited because he's very busy usually you know he he's always sure. doing something and yeah. sometimes you know even um I, I don't know if 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 you're a creative person right when someone comes and suddenly talks to you about something random mm. sometimes you are in a flow of thoughts yeah 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 gets this yeah stuff. yeah for sure so, and and um when he composes it's like you you don't want to be disturbing that flow of thoughts you know mm. so mm. and when he's in the studio he's usually in a flow of thoughts so yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah for sure man so i i mean if if we're like genuinely just sitting and chilling somewhere then we talk open casually about anything and everything there's mm. no yeah mm. speak mm. about a lot of things but more often than not yeah it is about you know like sound and synthesizers and plugin i'll be telling so if you check out the school new plugin that kind of stuff <laughs> even day before yesterday i sent him a mail about a plugin <laughs> that's my idea of casual <laughs> chit chat yeah 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 for sure but huh? uh Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's he you can talk to him about anything and everything. Correct. Correct. He once was having a casual chat about mangoes that I sent him once. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then how does sir unwind himself? Like he's obviously super busy working through the day and things like is there something that he does okay, I'm going to switch off and this is I know he likes 
to just not to listen to any music and that's kind of one of the things that he likes to do but what what are the things that you have seen this um tough question i don't know if i can answer this <laughs> but you see him day in and day out man when he comes down to the studio yeah <laughs> i don't know how he unwinds himself <laughs> so but when he is in the studio uh, he is usually very focused and always on to something i mean yeah but he's also in a very cheerful mood most of the time yeah he's he's also in a very relaxed and cheerful mood he'll be he'll like if you're sitting and mix it said sometimes he'll just go outside put on something and watch something you know on the screen you know maybe watch a watch a watch a podcast for example <laughs> nah he's not doing that he's not watching a podcast <laughs> but yeah as in there are so many things that people go to their phone browse instagram yeah correct yeah yeah for sure for sure, for sure. so cool yes, uh, dude i was i was going to uh, get your uh, thoughts on something this is more like this is more um a, a general question not particularly about a track um, mm-hmm. or a song or an album that's come out of panchtan but this is like more of an a general perspective is what i was thinking that you might be able to give me uh, what you i mean tell me what you think so the thing is i mean usually um of course you know every song every even bit of music like the ting for example um in rehaide or any other track for that matter takes hours and hours of hard work and so on and so forth for um making an entire track so hmm. a track could have taken a week a month or even more than that i'm sure uh, it will obviously bring back some memories for you from even from 99 songs for that matter because that's mm-hmm. been the works for quite a while uh and so what i wanted to know from you from your your perspective on like obviously is uh the new age music listeners that we have or mm-hmm. we we're currently in in the era where the new age music listeners they have a very um short attention attention span right okay. so it's usually an instant hit um as an example uh, or sir's music usually takes a bit bit of time to grow on you to evolve on you as well um so as an example like for example like uh, see I don't want to take names so uh dialogue over beats things like that tiny bits for 30 seconds 1 minute gets millions mm. of views and things like that but for a track that's been worked on for months and months mm. takes forever to climb up the ladder so I was just wanting to know your perspective in general that's all not particularly about anything like wh- this, what this are your thoughts it's a very, very scary discussion very <laughs> scary topic too <laughs> no i just as, in, as a as a music producer as well right like in you uh, you obviously have invested so much time in making a track or producing a track right yeah. and then um but here you have to combat this challenge that you have with the outside world uh where the attention span is too little but you still have to cater to it and also ensure that you put this across so yeah just need see, your thoughts on that that's all see if i was to be very honest and share my thoughts on this um i don't know it might raise a few eyebrows so <laughs> yeah no go for it i mean that but, this uh, is just purely general 
yeah so you know what what i would feel is and 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 a lot of what has happened with this whole less attention span and, mm. and you know it it has a lot to do with with um um i know it's a combination of many things you know composers mm. and producers mm. maybe have to have to just um, i think i think sir is very brave that way mm. he releases his music without you know wanting to without, without thinking about you know how many views it's going to get or correct correct like, because correct. for him at the end of the day it is it is you know the music is what it is yeah but then there are a lot of i i personally feel there are a lot of producers and especially mm. in in today's day and age there's a lot of producers who cave to the whole notion of you know having to cater to an audience or having to customize your music to a listener base mm. you know mm. and um and and i feel that and that is very easy for uh that that's that's like easy pickings for music um mm. uh people who release music you know like mm. publishing companies and and again i won't take names it's certain record yeah, labels yeah. and all that yeah. right so and if if they have a listener base that listens to something mm. and uh, because you know with what happened with all the booming of the digitization of everything and you know a lot of things became about streams and streams became a, like a very huge source of income so now these companies want more streams they want more views and so if if they find something a particular formula that's giving more views mm. you know that's appealing to one particular class of the public which watches these things the most mm. and mm. they want to keep releasing more of that you know mm. and and what what that tends to do is uh, uh sometimes music producers and I, again i'm not saying this with certainty but my guess is that people might cave into that yeah that requirement of wanting to adhere to that you know mm. Mm. and so people who um in my opinion don't care about it <laughs> mm-hmm. um will obviously they might not get the number of views but at the same time i believe i i have faith that you know if you put something out there which is genuinely of the highest quality you know mm-hmm. and and of very high standards then it will it will garner the same response mm-hmm. you know so i'm i'm still hopeful you know <laughs> so For so sure. to answer your question yeah it's it's a tough question to answer you know without being no i understand very, yeah yeah very, yeah i mean it's it's just how things are right now but things can change you know things can always mm. change i think mm. the the more people be brave the more things will change yeah for sure so, i mean it it, it is so I, like i think artists should at the end of the day just be themselves and you know mm. allow music to be what it is and right yeah so, yeah so definitely i would say the the views and all that is def- is for me it is not a way to measure success or to measure huh. um, the quality or how how good something is you know in terms mm. of content because in in today's day and age anybody can sell any content to anybody you know <laughs> that's actually true regardless of how yeah yeah right so, yeah that is the answer to your question yeah yeah for sure yeah i just needed your perspective on that that's all 
um and also i mean look with uh, the stuff that uh, or the phase that we are in right now with the pandemic and because it's still yeah. not over as we speak, it is very as we speak we are here in australia we are still in a lockdown and yeah. with uh, night curfews and what not so i'm not talking about that but yeah. what i wanted to know was how has the pandemic uh affected you in one one is one thing that i wanted to know secondly uh has it uh what what are the things that you have learned out of it in more like more from a uh creative aspect in terms of because these days uh as as you know that any you can do things remotely like i'm pretty sure there must have been yeah. projects that you have worked on remotely as opposed to being in the studio and things yeah. like that. this has taught us taught each one of us like the pandemic about things that we probably hadn't imagined pre covid so correct Yeah so I I did I did the Navarasa title track mm. that was done remotely I did that right here <laughs> right in that okay right here <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but uh, that's there are uh, projects that you can do remotely you know depending on both the, but obviously the studios right here and like if there are no restrictions and no lockdowns then I can go to the studio and work yeah so I the Mimi background score I mixed in the studio beautiful oh. i love the background score man and mimi oh, so thank you yeah it's i got to watch the good. movie only one or two weeks later yeah. but i absolutely loved it yeah so yeah yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed working on the background score for that it was so it was, uh, it was and that was remotely done or in the studio no that was in the studio that yeah. was all done so yeah yeah so, yeah sorry yeah the pandemic yeah um it's it's a strange one i think i i i like to see the silver lining on our cloud so i would say that i finally got to work on my own music yeah <laughs> something yeah. because when i'm working on sir stuff there's there's mm. rarely time to you know get into that zone where i'm working mm. on my songs for an extended mm. period of time mm. so um but the pandemic and you know being in lockdown kind of allowed for that so i would say that's probably the only silver lining on a dark cloud so <laughs> yeah that's good man i mean you saw the positives even then right yeah because i mean i i don't want to speak about the negatives because it's yeah. uh no matter I, i i feel that no matter how bad i've had it somebody else has had it much worse so mm. so mm. um yeah there sure. is uh, so i would i would i would say that the good positive in it for me was that i i've i've always been craving for that time even i'm kind of like that you know if i i need to be in a zone and need to be in my space alone for um and nobody else around to really get into that zone and work on my stuff so, right. and it's very in like even that like five out of um, sorry what what is i saying yeah like Three out of five days, I would not do anything. I would not work on my song. You know, it's like only when that flash is there. And, Correct. Yeah, quite often that inspiration is there. I would be like, okay, now now is the time. Let's work. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So good. So so that was that was good. But um, they were always sending work home from the studio, and I can work from my setup over here. So correct. Right. Stress. Right. and did you have to make changes to your home studio to cater to the quality that you need to send to those people even even in the last month i've made some major upgrades huh? so yeah so i'm, I'm slowly like, building uh, towards having 
like mirror uh, like studio monitors and right 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 yeah, stuff stuff like that um just trying to make it even better so i think for the next couple of Amazing. months or maybe the next year just i mean this is it's a constantly changing process you know, sure. I, i think that's something that can always evolve you know your your own personal setup always has room for growth that's the word. never i don't i don't think you come to a point where you'll be like okay this is this is it this is perfect no no <laughs> add more stuff you can always get more stuff <laughs> and that's exactly what happens in the studio as well i take it where there's I, very much continuously yeah. evolving so yeah. getting new gears and gadgets every day <laughs> yeah and r- rubbing off on all of us <laughs> <laughs> even i even i thought even i i thought for more gear nowadays you know <laughs> so because yeah. the, these are the opportunities you know when you're sat at home and you're you're able to sit and explore and you know really yeah. make the most of that time and work with yeah. these different things you know? yeah sometimes when you're in in the studio and you're working on projects to a deadline then everything is a blur you know you don't get time mm. to mm. i i'm not saying you don't get time to you you will get time to experiment with a lot of things but at the same time you know there's mm. always more you can do with it and there's yeah that is what you can do in your free time yeah amazing so uh, what's what's the way forward for you man like in terms of like uh would you still be producing music as an aside and then but your mainstream will be mixing yeah i think so and uh, but yeah. but we'll see you know i i do want to get into uh releasing my own music as well and, mm. uh, my mm. own music is not just um, it's it's more of me as a singer songwriter as well so mm. i'm also hoping for that to happen soon <laughs> get yeah. my music out there but it's something that i will allow to happen at whenever it does you know it's not it's not uh, i'm not forcing the issue mm. i'm i i love mixing just as much i'm working on other people's songs just as much so right so it's um, yeah. amazing and do you sing too i'm going to say no because you'll make me sing no no, no i'm just it's just a no. question i'm not going to ask you to sing <laughs> I, i i i did i did a cover for the 99 songs cover star so <laughs> ha huh? oh you yeah, did it's oh, how did i miss that i <laughs> said <laughs> sophia in tamil oh wow okay right the sir know that you sing too <laughs> i hope not <laughs> I mean, I secretly hope so, obviously, but <laughs> no, I don't see. I won't. I won't say that I sing because I'm. I'm. I'm not a practicing singer, mm. obviously. I mm. I sing mm. casually. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not trained or anything. I'm, but uh, but I'm not. I'm not very basic, so that's good. <laughs> I sing relatively on on key. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, And. Yeah. I I definitely wanted to touch on one of the tracks that you worked on uh Sa- Sago for uh, Sago yeah <laughs> for uh, Amin, Amin my very good yeah. buddy little buddy uh yeah. so I I personally fun. love that song it took me a, a few days for that song to uh, grow on me but yeah. after that I quite liked it and then uh, obviously uh, I was in the Trichy concert as well last year uh okay. and uh yeah it was so amazing to watch this fellow perform perform it yeah it was, it was i love amin nice dude yeah. and tell me about it man uh, what's 
Sago? I'm not sure what there is to. <laughs> so it was it was great fun. Uh, so was also in the studio. Amin was also in the studio. I was working yeah. on the mix. And uh, the with with Sago, it was pretty much ready by the time uh, I got involved with the mix. But yeah. it was it was super fun working with Amin for the first time. You know? Yeah. And uh, so he was also in the studio. Sometimes we were sitting and producing some elements together, and it was nice having him, you know, there and saying. Hey, let's add this over here, and I want to add one voice over here that pans from the left to right. I was like, okay, man, let's do it. You know? <laughs> it was good fun. You know, I was, uh, it was, it was, it was really refreshing and great to see Amin in that. Uh, nice. And that nice. avatar. And I, I do hope for many more such sessions with him. Super fun. For sure. Yeah. Is there anything in the making? As yet? I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to ask Abhi. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm sure there's always stuff in the works, but for sure, for sure, for sure. That was super fun. Yeah. Great. But what is, is... there? Huh? Sorry, what were you going? No, I was going to say. Uh, of course, look, uh, we've spent like an hour and fifteen minutes in this podcast, and then have we? Not sure if you actually <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, we just kept on talking, and then uh, I'm just keen to know: is there? um is there anything specifically that you want to want to touch on that i have not touched on uh is there a topic that you would like to talk about no not i mean no Feel i don't know because uh, like the stage is absolutely yours and then i don't want you to walk away thinking oh my god i could have spoken about that part you know? <laughs> so no i mean there's nothing like that you can ask the questions that will <laughs> i mean there's a there's there's a lot of projects that um... I I genuinely had a lot of fun working with, and every project was a different exp uh, different experience. You know, every, mm. So there was ninety nine songs. There's Dil Bechara. Yeah. How many with AR Rahman, which we discussed a lot. That was basic. And, you worked uh, on Mimi too, right? I did. Yeah, the background. Ah, the background score. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. And so even even with with something like that, right? The experience is always. Uh, different you know it, you would think that going in to do a background score mix it is um i will just go to the studio and everything's already there and i said no it's not like that but with me i like to be very involved with like from ground level up yeah so i when the when the background score sessions are still in logic i like to work mm-hmm. with them you know when they're still in the production session even before i export the stems to take it out to the mix to do a surround mix you know i like to sit in really work with the sounds and logic mm. and then export it and take it to the back score mix and surround all right because and and background and stereo is also very is 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 a uh, two really different perspectives sometimes because background you have more space to work with mm. you have uh, your your frequencies are a lot easier on each other you know in terms of clashing mm. and all there's less masking that happens yeah so so even even mixing for background score is quite is is quite an amazing experience that way you get to do a lot more in terms of moving stuff around and... right right oh. and and what, so, what is your what is your favorite uh, background score theme from uh from mimi i'm going to ask you the question that you asked hiral you know what is your favorite background score theme from mimi from mimi <laughs> i actually have a couple uh okay. so the one that i absolutely loved was uh when uh, pankaj ji initially goes to approach uh, 
Kriti. Uh, okay. That part that plays. In fact, I have that on my as a voice note. I loved it so much that I rec- while it was playing, I recorded it. So I rewound it and then played it again. Uh, that was so magical, man. I absolutely love it. The 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 pizzicato and the tremolo strings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was magical. Beautiful background score. Yeah. And um. And then the flute theme after that. Da, 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 da. Correct. Super fun stuff. I'll yeah. I'll I'll share these voice notes after the podcast. Uh, that way, yeah. I can I, I I'm unable to describe it, but that part I loved it the most. And then also, what's fascinating is uh, the things that are, like for example, when I watch a movie and I I like bits of the background score that kind of haunts me and stuff like that. So I okay I put it on the voice note app. and then here within the community we also have what's called we have this community called i love era community right Heck, yeah. and as part of this community we also have i love era quiz the quiz group so essentially oh, wow. <laughs> essentially what people do is uh, share a small bit of a song or a background score from some movie could be in from iruvar or boys or anything for that matter and then 257 members jumping in to go and get that answer right so that is so much fun <laughs> that's, that's insane so that's why when i watch something i love i like it so i record it so just so that after a couple of weeks i'll share this into that groups to see if someone cracks it. so yeah and so much fun we we do this and but there are there are a large number of fans who are absolutely crazy about the background score they even mm-hmm. remember which part played and which scene and what the camera angle was and things like that to that extent man right wow just crazy we <laughs> got fanatics amazing. to yeah. a greater level so yeah man so dude i i had so much fun talking to you in this podcast and i'm sorry it <laughs> went for almost 1 hour 20 minutes Uh, I'm 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 cool. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look, uh, I don't want to hold you up for your uh, schedule for the rest of the day. But uh, I, the thing is, I mean, I I basically uh, wanted to know about your journey and you know your experiences and yeah, it's been a fun uh, podcast with you, man. And I absolutely so loved much. it. <laughs> and uh, of course, I I got you to give the message to Sir in the Harmony podcast itself. so i'm sure the message is not going to be any different two days later so i'm not going to get you not. to do that <laughs> it's still going to be see you at the next session you know? <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm honestly i'm missing that the most you know like the the sessions where i sit with sir and mix the yeah. song that's yeah. i'm missing that the most and that's probably the the thing i miss most about being in lockdown and being, you know but you're not in lockdown is, anymore no like, you're still in lockdown we're, we're not in a lockdown but i mean i think yeah. we're traveling now also correct so. correct correct yeah so, um, yeah but it's those sessions are the most fun you know it's going to be back and, soon it's not far away and it's going to be uh, okay <laughs> yeah so those sessions are the most fun when you get to sit with him and mix a song with him right <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, yeah it can, it can be overwhelming for many people but for me it's just like absolute thrill you know exhilarating exhil- sure, exhilarating <laughs> yeah absolutely because you you're sitting with someone whom you have adored in the in, in your childhood and then all of us are in your actually working with that person and then yeah my my only 
piece of, uh, I don't want to say advice or suggestion, but as a friend, all that I would like to say is make the most of this journey, man, because yeah. uh, this era called ARR uh, is forever. I don't want to say it's not going to happen again, but he's a living legend and he's a legend for a reason, as we both know. And then just treasure every minute of your time while you're there and get the uh, learn heaps and yeah. uh, produce and compose and do all sorts of things in the future too. And then, yeah, man, just make the most Thank of you. your time. Enjoy <laughs> your journey. <laughs> I will, I will. And the team loves you. Uh, clearly evident with the Harmony series podcast. Uh, I love them too. You, were, you walked in as uh, a savior for one of those sessions as well. <laughs> no. I think I I was I was just doing what I always would have done. You know, what was naturally coming to me. Yeah. I so, don't really look at myself as a savior for anything, to be honest. I, but they they see you as a savior, right? So that's the best part. Uh, so yeah, man, just keep up the great work, and you make us proud. Uh, Sirs, obviously. You super proud of you as well so thank you so much. the great work and then uh yeah i mean we as fans and as your friends we are here to support you and uh looking forward to uh seeing more and more of your work your own work as well in the future and yes, we are here to I support you on that journey too hopefully happen soon <laughs> i've given yeah. myself sufficient time you know <laughs> <laughs> Your evolving, so yeah, and I yeah, reason, and it is gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, awesome. give give me a tour of your home studio when I travel to India next. When I come to Chennai, yes, we'll course. do a coffee Just when I come. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, buddy, thank you heaps, okay. man. I had so thank much you. fun talking to you. Thank you, and, for uh, thanks for your time. I uh, really appreciate it, and good luck for the future, buddy. And I'm looking forward to. Uh, talking to you in more more of the success stories that's going to come in the future. So awesome. every project that goes out and then smashes all the records, we'll catch up for a, a podcast. That's what I said to Hiral as well. Because the reason why it's it's the, because there's a lot of hard work that goes into that project, right? And then yeah. if you aren't talking about it, the fans are not going to know the hard work that you have put in. Uh, not in terms of recognition or fame or anything for that matter, but we would love to know what's gone into, as an example, that ting sound, three hours, who would have thought it would have taken three hours for that little ting sound, right? It's like, I'm just saying. So these are the type of things that we would love to know. Oh my God, that little sound that we absolutely love the most has actually taken the team this long to produce something like that. So yeah, I would love to have more of these sessions, buddy. So it makes me very happy when I talk about stuff that makes me happy and anything related to search, it's very fulfilling for me when I do this. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here. It was super fun. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, we should have like many more of the group podcasts. We should. <laughs> Those were also like super. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. And I was, that was the first time I hosted like with six people together and yeah. I, I, Prior to that, I was just wondering, oh my God, how am I going to pull this off? Because I've never had more than one or oh, wow. max maybe two. And all right. of a sudden yeah. I have six people in front of me and I was just wondering, how am I going to pull this off? But I think I didn't have to do any hard work at all because the team was like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Every, everyone high spirits everyone full of energy that's the best part that's the best part <laughs> yeah thank you so much buddy and uh, yeah proud of you man keep up the great thank work you. and looking forward to meeting you uh, in every project that you work on put it that way thank you so much yes <laughs> enjoy buddy thank you thank so you. much once again bye man okay. take care bye bye mm-hmm.